I'm in. All right. Welcome into Brew Chat. I am your host, Brady Lindquist. I'm uh, here with uh, the, the Tap Traveler, Ryan Salzman. And uh, <laughs> we are again in the Empire Room yep. of uh, 10K Brewing, but with a different guest. Uh, I've, I've wanted to have you on the show for a long time. And uh, we've talked about her a few times, little minced, uh, minced meats. And uh, so we're <laughs> here with Julie, which is Delights uh Delights of fair. Fair. As my, like, yeah, I don't know why I did that. <laughs> that was microphone takes off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Delights of fair. And so how'd you come up with that name? Um, okay, it's kind of silly. <laughs> so I wanted something that would look pretty when you wrote it out. Okay. <laughs> that was the thought. That huh? was the thought. And so I really liked okay. the word delights. And originally, when I started the account, I was planning on doing food and beer. Oh, so fair. Okay. Sure, yeah. Compass I scrolled way back. I, when I when you say accounts, you? you're you're talking specifically Instagram. Yes, okay. and then somehow the beer community just sucks you in. Sucks you in, huh? Okay. And so I haven't done much food. Sometimes I'll throw food in there. It's just I don't know. It's not the focus. Yeah, the food crowd isn't my scene yeah okay yeah. is what i learned gotcha. the beer people are awesome are lit yeah. i think they're, they're we, are, saying. <laughs> the cool, we are lit <laughs> the cool kids are <laughs> i don't know what the cool kids say these days so why craft beer that's a great question um so i if we want to go way back here way i back. did not come from a family that even drank alcohol uh, ne- neither did I. Did actually. you? Okay, yeah. that's fascinating to note too. My parents did not drink alcohol. We did not have alcohol in the house. None Same. of my friends really drank alcohol. Um, so I didn't r- probably start drinking till I don't even know, 21, 22, like legal age. One yeah, of the few people. One of those. Same here. One of those. Yeah, I remember I hearing that like on your that podcast. Well. I was like, mm. oh, we can really. <laughs> and um, I think I started off kind of typical with like the fruity girly cocktails okay um sure. and then dylan and i my husband got into wine uh we really enjoyed wine and then he started drinking beer and every single beer i tried it was like gross 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 <laughs> but it was normally like you know the bud lights or he'd probably kill me budweiser's not bud lights so i don't <laughs> know um and then he started drinking a lot of surly beer okay and so one day on a whim, he was like, let's go to Surly because they had just built their new space. Yeah, the new tap room. Yeah, the, the new tap room. I don't know if that's the name. So it wasn't that long ago. No. Okay. And we went on the tour. If you've ever done that, they give you a ton of samples. And I was like, wow, I actually like this stuff. I like okay. beer. And he's like, that's because you've never tried good beer. And then it was just like all downhill from there. Like we started going to <laughs> downhill. <laughs> downhill. downhill. <laughs> Uphill? Downhill? I don't know. We started going to tap rooms all the time. And something we really appreciate about tap rooms is that a lot of them are dog friendly, especially in Minneapolis. And we're huge dog people. I have two dogs. Um, so we could bring them with us. And it was mm-hmm. just like family time. <laughs> sure. So family time. <laughs> yeah, like that. family time. And uh then I had I have a friend who does more of like a lifestyle Instagram and she started telling me how she made all these friends through Instagram and got to go to all these cool events and I was like, "Why don't we try that for 
beer and just sure. like see what happens. And it ended up becoming exactly that. Like a, I, I joke that Instagram's an adult friend finder. Yeah. <laughs> Don't Google that. Don't Google, Don't Google <laughs> that. Because you pick what your interest is, right? If you start posting about it or just exploring, yeah. following people who are also interested in that, then mm. all of a start you start conversing with them. Suddenly... I was wanting to meet these people, um, started meeting them at random beer events that we would go to. And now it seems like we see like our beer friends more than yeah. other friends. And now you're doing a podcast. And now I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've made it. No. You've made it. Yeah. No, I don't know about that. We're not, we're not there yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Similar experience for me. I mean, see a lot of beer people just as much, if not some more than my friends from back home and things like that. Yeah. I think it's so interesting. Like I feel like in the beer community, there's a lot of people that are are fairly similar in age. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think it seems like there's a lot of us that weren't like beer drinkers originally. Like we weren't in high school drinking it up or, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. And those people are still drinking Coors Light. <laughs> Maybe Light. that's why. I don't know. No, they are. Yeah, they are. Yeah. And they don't have many Bushlight podcasts. <laughs> no, they don't. So they won't hear it's this. Just the one guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah so trying to explain like craft beer and the community to like my mom, who's still not a drinker, is interesting sure. because yeah. I'm like, it's not about going and partying and getting drunk. Like it really is about the community. Like, yeah, we have a lot of fun, don't get me wrong, but yeah, um, it's more about the relationships. And I always tell her, I'm like, breweries do so much more for the community than a lot of businesses. Yeah. And oh, that's yeah. why I was like so excited to work for one because I'm any idea I have that is for the community on so board. Let's get into that. So we're at 10K, right? Mm -hmm. We're sitting down with you. Uh, how, how did that come about? <laughs> it's kind of a funny story, actually. Um, well, this is like my hometown brewery. I guess you could say I grew up in Ramsey, which is just north of here sure um close yeah close enough and so growing up we'd come to anoka all the time the anoka halloween parade you know all the good old halloween yeah <laughs> fun anoka stuff um and so when we started getting into craft beer 10k was one of the first breweries we went to because it is dog friendly and it's 10 minutes away from our house close by yeah okay. super close by so we would come here all the time i would post about them on instagram i honestly had no idea who even owned it but oh, apparently really? they must have seen my stuff. Jesse sure. must have been seeing what I've been posting. And I was at the, I think it's called the Minnesota Craft Beer Festival. It's at the convention center usually every April. Yeah. Okay. And 10K was there and Jesse was working the booth. So I finally just went up to him and introduced myself. He knew who I was. And later that day he came up to me and was like, how would you feel about running our social media? Interesting. Just huh? out of nowhere. And huh. I was a little tipsy at that event. So <laughs> I was like, probably not the best time to talk about this. Uh, so uh, we set up a time to meet about it and yeah. he hired me and here we are. That's great. And you're doing specifically social media for the brewery. Yeah, I do. And a few other things. Yeah, I, I do all their social media marketing. I send their like marketing emails. Um, I help now with the online store for crowlers. You're I even, work. Uh, maybe getting into a little bit of uh, 
brewing (laughs) i work with yeah i work with the brewing team a lot though because we have to discuss what beers are coming out and they're very responsive to my ideas so um if i have like a beer idea that i think would be easy to market they are really receptive to how can we make that happen so it's a very collaborative environment which i didn't really know how it would be when I started coming in as like a woman in a, I mean, it's definitely a men driven industry and owned by a man. All the brewers are men, but they like include me in everything. It's awesome. Sure. Cool. So, you mentioned Dylan. That's your yes, husband. Yeah, my husband. Um, you don't see him a lot on the Instagram <laughs> account, but like, if you notice, I mean, he should be taking a lot of the pictures. So, mm-hmm. how does Dylan play into the account? Oh my what gosh, Dylan's a huge part of the account. He definitely more behind the scenes. Um, he's very much an introvert. If you've met him, you'll know that. But he is always with me on my beer adventures, taking photos. Sometimes I can get him to let me put him on the page, but not all the time. Um, and yeah, he helps a lot with like my tasting notes. We have very similar tastes in beer, which is helpful. If he doesn't like something, I'm probably not going to like something. If I like something, he probably likes it too. Sure. Uh, so it's just kind of like a, I guess, an adventure for both of us. Like it's definitely become a hobby for both of us and he i don't know he i can't say enough good things about him he's such a big part of the account and when you started was he on board and he's grown into it or oh yeah um he is so supportive of everything that i want to do which sometimes i have crazy ideas (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah he thought it was an interesting idea and then when it we got started him to more breweries got him to more <laughs> yeah. breweries i mean True. it's not very hard to convince him like let's go drink beer and it's just you know you gotta take a quick picture but yeah that's pretty much the only thing you have to do how often is he like no i gotta take that picture again oh gosh he's a perfectionist <laughs> oh yeah yeah oh, really I didn't he's know actually very artistic um the, the, the only thing i really know about him i've talked to him a few yeah. times and and but the the one thing I when I when I think of him is I think of the photos I've seen him in or I've taken. <laughs> he's goofy. And he's always looking know, he's a different so direction yeah. or uh, something. <laughs> yeah, so, he's kind just, of a bit of a character in that he's way. He's a bit of a character. He um but he is really, really artistic, which you'd never know. He's actually a talented he, he like draws, draw. Right? Yeah, he's good he, at it too. A lot of the art in our house is his art. Yeah. Um so this is fun for him because then he'll do he'll even help with like photo editing. Um if yeah, if he doesn't like a photo, he's like, We're gonna redo this. <laughs> so he has a good uh, he good has a eye good eye, it. yeah. He yeah. definitely has a good eye. Sometimes he'll come to 10K with me too and help with photos. Sure. If I need a second pair of hands or just in a second pair of eyes. Uh he's yeah, he's got a really good eye for photography, awesome. I think. So what do you like most about the Instagram or the beer community in Minnesota, I guess in general? Well, it's cheesy, obviously the people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did not realize how many friendships would come out of this. Sure. And honestly, we seriously see our beer friends more than like friends from college or friends I grew up with just because maybe we're all like for the most part, I feel like similar ages, similar Mm -hmm. stages of life. Um, and it's all something we enjoy. So exactly, on yeah. the weekends, generally, Dylan and I spend time going to breweries. Well, a lot of times another pair of friends are doing the same thing. Yep. So let's go meet up for 
drinks together. Yeah. Um, beer shares, like there's the fun stuff. Yeah. There's so many fun things to do. So <laughs> just the relationships that I've made are so worth it. So fun. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Talk a little bit about the, uh, the whole Instagram, the mince meets, the mm. MN beer community. Um, talk a little bit about that, how, how you got involved with it. I mean, I know people have heard it on the podcast, but mm-hmm. kind of your perspective on it. Yeah. I'm honestly trying to remember back. I remember having conversations with Aaron from Aaron's table. Yeah. Um, at, I think it was, it was an event at 56, 56 minutes. I think it was, um, about like, how can we like get people together? Because we had all just recently met at a prize brewing event, which a lot of people on your podcast have talked about. That's where a bunch of us interacted for the first time. And I was there. I had a small little baby. We did not talk to anyone. Yeah, I do not remember you. <laughs> I was there. I was like, what? Like my baby was crawling around and I was, yeah, ah, it was. This, this was before my time. Yeah. It was crazy. There was so was many a, people. Yeah. Um, but I remember meeting Aaron and... Um, Kim from our MMB or woman and then um, Adam and Katie from Ale Adventures and yeah so I think just conversations between all of us we just kind of landed on how can we get this community together more maybe meet other Instagram people and I don't know the rest is history we just reached out to 56 and they were the first one to host us and then I can't remember where the next one was but we've done Insight, we've done Dayblock, Blackstack. And all over. All over. Tin Whiskers. Tin Whiskers. Like, and hopefully more to come. But Still waiting on that Luplin. Uh, <sighs> COVID. Uh, yeah, dang COVID. Dang COVID. That um, would have been epic too, but we'll get there. Get there eventually. Mm-hmm, right? We'll get there. Uh, this is a brew chat. We are drinking beer. Uh, I hammered the Saison. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> 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 but... Uh, yeah, great. So this this yeah. tasty. Tell what's us the name of the saison. Yeah, so I have a few beers for us to try. All 10K, of course. Um, so the saison, I have been getting more into saisons lately. I feel like they're, they're nice. Yeah, they're, they're nice, uh, refreshing. A little bit of spice. Yeah. Um, do we want to get into the IPA? Why don't we get into it? We um, yeah, let's let's. I mean, I think it ties into the beer so community. Good. I would assume. It I mean, does. Right. Yes. So. Um, T- talk about this how this beer yes. come together so, well this is the second beer i've brewed with 10k um okay. the first one we did for international women's day i approached jesse our owner about doing a women's brew day and he was 100 on board so uh chris our head brewer i worked with on that one as well it was a black currant mango imperial sour it was amazing it was amazing. It turned out so good. Is he that did one awesome coming job. back at some point? Um, we do use it on occasion for our sour recipes. We've changed up the fruit. So okay. I'll have to let people know when our next one's coming out. I'm actually not sure. Um, and so then these marketing ideas, I said I really want to do a series of Halloween beers. Because I ha- like the idea. I mean, Halloween capital, capital of the world. <laughs> it's our hundredth anniversary of being wow. the Halloween capital of the world, and COVID kind of ruined a lot of celebrations. So I'm like, how can we celebrate on our own at 10K safely? Yeah. And so we came up with a beer release idea, 
And I said, I really want to help brew one. And I want to do a triple IPA because I've been really (laughs) into them lately. And I can't recall us. I think we've done one, but I can't recall us doing one in recent history. And I said, I want to call it the three witches. Originally, the idea came from Hocus Pocus. Sure. Of course. Naturally. Is that your favorite Halloween movie? I don't know if I have a favorite Halloween movie. I just okay. thought it was a cool Halloween movie. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, and when I told Jesse the idea, he's like, well, if it's called The Three Witches, you need to have two other friends to brew it with. Mm-hmm. So then I had um, Jess from I Love Beer from here and Betty from Betty Eats the City yeah, come Instagram out. Friends. Instagram friends and help us brew. Um, so Chris, the, our head brewer, wrote the recipe, but he did give me some help with like the hops and all that fun stuff. And I really have been into Huel Melon hops. Mm, okay, sure. We sure. did another IPA with it and it's just got really Nice smell and characteristics. So we did that and mosaic. And, and it's mosaic. a double dry okay. hop triple IPA coming in at 10.4%. Percent. So it's so a big one. Pretty, pretty mango-y. Yeah. Like melony. Yeah. It smells and great. I know. <laughs> I'm really proud so of it. Good. The the one we're drinking is not fully carbonated yet, but it will be released Friday, although when this is released, this podcast is released. It'll have been the past. Be in the tap room. Hopefully. Maybe, maybe it won't be around. Yeah, it is, it is, very hoppy, it is a little, it's fresh right now. So sure. give it a couple of days and um, some of it the bitterness is, will go yeah, out. But Slightly green, but I, I like, I like I the kick to it. Too, I wouldn't say it's too much. No, no, no. For, com- for the ABV it's at, I but thought it would be, have you, a bigger bite. You could tell you, you definitely loaded up <laughs> some. We loaded <laughs> up. <laughs> you dry hop the shit out yeah. of this thing. <laughs> I think it, I, I'll have to confirm, but I think it might be be our most hopped ipa we've done i wouldn't doubt that and our mm-hmm. justin buddy coming out to try it on sunday yeah. yes yes Are, have we had this before them yeah oh betty you have. Yes. You sorry have. guys actually i do i should probably let them know it turned out good yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Followed up. got to but, try it before you guys yeah you I, so I'm, I'm really proud of it i think it turned out really good it's very um, good it is delicious well done guys um yeah, it's the only triple I've had all year. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm glad it's mine. I'm not surprised at all. And I, just, I think yeah. you're. Oh, you're not like a huge IPA. No, guy. I do. It's just when I'm That's like, a- my wife's pregnant. Yeah. And she doesn't really like IPAs. What are the chances I'm having a triple IPA? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair enough. Just low. I mean. Fair enough. Fair enough. I yeah. feel like I wanted to do something that was maybe a little bit challenging and that people maybe wouldn't expect. From 10K? Especially yeah. from 10K, right? Yeah. I mean, I think yeah, people don't Yeah, not known for their hoppy beers. Mm-hmm. Triple IPA, yeah. So, I like it. Yeah. That's a good addition that you brought, right? I mean, I like it. And it, it, I think you guys uh, nailed it. Yay, thank you. So That makes uh, me happy. So, we mentioned Minnesota Beer Community, um, and obviously COVID has greatly affected that. Oh, um, I know you've had a virtual event this mm-hmm. year. And then you had a social distancing mince to meet. Mm-hmm. Um, what's next? Do you have any plans? Yes, I don't know how firm I should say on where yet because we're sure. nailing it down. But um, we do have a couple places in the talks. Uh, hopefully, one in November. 
Okay. So details to come on that. Um, and I think people will be really excited when they hear where it'll be. Um, but we're looking for basically, you know, obviously safety is the biggest thing. So trying to find a place that can accommodate Big enough. the crowd, gotcha. but um, maybe have like indoor and outdoor because some people would prefer to drink outdoor still sure. versus indoor. Um, I but think I have a guess. Oh. Back channel. I, I can't. I cannot <laughs> confirm I, I would or assume deny. so too. But, I cannot um, confirm or deny. <laughs> okay <laughs> but um i don't have a date either yet, but it'll so. be november but it should be november so gotcha. um okay. but obviously with minnesota too we don't know how weather's gonna yeah, be yeah i mean november could be yeah two feet of snow or yeah. Yeah, 80 hard degrees to say. yeah, yeah. Hard to say. <laughs> but it's just fun to finally be able to get people together again in a yeah. safe way and mm-hmm. the forgotten star event turned out awesome oh yeah um, I wish I could have been there. Yeah, but. they had a huge event space, so social distancing so great- was not an issue. And just, yeah, being able to socialize again is awesome because yeah. it's hard to not... Uh, for extroverts, it is very hard not to be yeah. around people on a regular yeah. basis. <laughs> yeah, and so, like, how have you personally navigated this year, this crazy year? Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, the first you know quarantine when like everything was shut down that was rough um rough if i remember right didn't you you watch like lord of the rings or or yeah. harry potter or something like you got through all the or dylan, no, marvel no, we did marvel. marvel it was marvel yeah yes. dylan and i are very yep. in, we love watching movies like that's a pastime of ours Fair um enough. me too super into yeah all sorts of movies so we did a lot of movie marathons we did complete marvel in a, in a week that's, <laughs> that's like 28 movies i think that's, uh, <laughs> that's impressive. That's a productive use of your you quarantine. Know, we couldn't leave the house, so um, we did Lord of the Rings. I think we did Star Wars, like nice. all the big ones, the important ones. Yeah, so. we did. Um, we had a weekly uh, Zoom date with um, one of my best friends, a girl writes beer. Beck, shout out. Mm. Um, Chicago. So, yeah. So every Saturday night we would do a Zoom with her and her husband, and cool. that was like something to look forward to every week. But yeah, I don't know. For an extrovert, it's really hard to not leave the house. Sure. So Dylan's very much an introvert, and he didn't mind it so much. But I yeah. sometimes would find myself just like walking around the house, being like, "So what do I do now? <laughs> <laughs> I've already organized my closet. I've already organized the cupboards. Like, what else is there to do?" <laughs> What else? Yeah, I've I heard I know in introverts, and I heard like this is perfect. (laughs) I I was I was happy, (laughs) although like I was actually really busy, so I couldn't really just stay at home and do nothing, or watch movies, or I shouldn't say do nothing. That sounds bad, but like just like not be working. Right. I didn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I would have really enjoyed that, (laughs) but. Well, it might happen again. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> and it might. Yeah, right. especially over the winter. Yeah, it might. never know. We'll have to see. That remains to be seen. But um, and what did it do to your craft beer hobby? Um, <laughs> probably made me spend more money. To be honest, <laughs> a lot of crawlers. Uh, yeah, a lot of, of off sale. We did. Um, just because. Well, for one, it was really important to me to support breweries during that yeah. time. And if we had the extra income, I wanted to do that as long as we could just because I care so much about the breweries. That's something I, I really appreciated. It seemed like you tried to get involved as yeah, much as you could with trying to help. 
and breweries like, through during that time. Yeah, right? and working for one too, seeing the effects. I'm like, how can I help do my part to make sure they're staying in business and feeling supported? And luckily, I think most of them found ways to really find that way to make off sale a big part of their business um, or delivery or whatever it sure. was. Once the like shutdown went on, I was like, okay, I got this beer fridge. I want to support breweries, but I have all this beer. And I just started oh, to go yeah. through like that beer and I was yeah. dumping out beer that was yeah. like, Old. I would tr- open it, try I'm like, this is no good. No good. Yeah. Um, and then once I got the fridge under control, then I'm like, okay, which ones do I want to go support? Support. And keep open? Yeah. So similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and well, there was all that. those silly challenges. Yep. So for like there a couple weeks. So many. The one that really got me was the clean out your fridge one. Did you do that one? So like they had to take all the beer out of your fridge and oh, stack yeah. it up. Yep. And that was a little like some people are whoa a little yeah too much yeah. So it was Did, a little eye you opening. Saw my photo. That's why you're talking. Well, about I know or, like. Our friend Sean has like two beer fridges. He has and, two, like, yes. Yeah, yes. It's just, it's yeah. too much beer, my man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a little. I have a little tiny beer fridge. That's like all that's. That's all you do? Yeah. I'm impressed. Okay. I never really. So I'm a tap traveler. I go to tap right. rooms. I don't generally drink at home. I have this year because I haven't had any other you, options. Because you almost but, have to. Um, right, but. That has changed for me, but yeah. So that's how COVID's affected you. Yeah, I, I think you have to drink at home. <laughs> yeah, now I have to drink at home. <laughs> so sad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> uh, let's talk beer. Do okay, you do you have okay. a favorite beer style? Okay, so how beer started for me was sours, a hundred percent. Okay, I pretty much only drank sours when I first started drinking beer. What if I, what I kind of wanted to know, and I should have yeah. asked this earlier, is what what year was this that you started the that's a that great Instagram question, account? To be honest, and that kind of thing? um, I think I'm I don't know three two three years into it. Okay, so like two thousand seven seventeen maybe. Yeah, and I think we had started drinking beer maybe a year before that. Well, sure. Dylan had been drinking beer, but I really started getting into craft beer and moving away from wine and cocktails um and yeah when i first got into it it was definitely the sours that drew me in because i liked the fruity flavors and what did that evolve into everything else everything else okay (laughs) Um, fair enough now it kind of depends on the season when i really am into like barrel aged stouts right now Um, you're already there oh yeah we just went through mars on season now you're you're right into the like barrel aged stouts. Well, I'm probably into those all year to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but I did embrace the Oktoberfest season and drank a lot of them. Yes. So I'm ready to move on. I don't mean that to sound bad, but you know, I think this year I've had more Marzins and Fest beers than I've ever had in my life. It's yeah. My, it's one of my favorite styles. It's a great. I appreciate it. Yeah, very much. And Anoka Fest, which I know you had on the last podcast with yep. Jesse, um, is one good. of my favorites. And I every time I come to the tap room, I have a pint of that. But. Yeah, I'm ready to move on to stout season. And <laughs> we're not ready for snow yet. Come on. No, you're, but you're it's us. like cool weather. I don't know. But I'm a little bummed that I can't, which I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm a little bummed that I can't have my beer lines. Like we've waited in line all night for Forager oh, beer. Yeah. Um, I've never done that before. It's wild. 
Yeah. It, yeah. Like it's that. wild. <laughs> we got there. We got there at yeah. 5 p.m. and got our bottles, I think, at 10 a.m. the next day. Overnight? Yeah. Uh, overnighter. Ooh. It's an overnight beer share. Do you have a favorite beer thus far in 2020, except for your beer oh, that I we just do. tried tonight? Oh, I do. Well, let's hear it. So I am, I, I, this was probably the best beer I've ever had. And it was the Barrel Age Threat Level Midnight by Barrel Theory. Oh. I had to enter a raffle for this one. Actually, okay. I think Dylan was the one who won this one. Um, so if you haven't had Threat Level Midnight, it's a maple stout. I believe it has coffee in it. I had that one. It's so good. <sighs> so good on its own. That one I waited in line for as well <laughs> from 2 a.m. till 8 a.m. And uh, that was in barrel aged. And then they barrel aged it and released it over COVID. And oh my gosh, I don't even know how to describe it. It was so good. I I would pay $100 for a bottle wow. of that. Like, what kind of barrels was it aged in? You know, I'd have to look it up. I okay. honestly can't remember. It's been a so few that was one of those where you, I mean, you, you've probably had thousands of beers, yeah. right? And you taste that one and you're like, this Mouth is the drops. best beer I've yeah. ever had. Yeah. Yeah, wow. it was incredible. Have you had that experience where you, you tasted a beer and you instantly knew like this is the best beer I've ever had? Oof, best beer I've ever. Um, I don't know that I have. I've. I mean, there's been some really good ones. Yeah, but um, g- going back to the triples, which I know you love, Ryan. Um, <laughs> I, I drink it. It's <laughs> gone. <laughs> I just have to keep giving you shit. He loves. He loved it. It was his favorite beer of all time. Uh, there's there's been a few. I mean, there was this, and I I don't know what it is. Like, I, I, it's hard to find beers that have Enigma in it. But Junkyard did a Enigma. They're like experimental IPAs, and that beer was insane. It was so good. Hmm. Um, and then there's that triple that they did, the Australian cheat codes, which yeah. was just insane. I didn't try that one. Loved it, but um, I don't know why. Yeah. I've had some amazing triples from Blackstack. I definitely yeah. So have to they've shout had them a out. bunch oh, recently, yeah. and I haven't had any of them. Oh, that sucks. And I went to the <laughs> liquor store before we, we did this yeah. podcast, the one that you told me yeah. to go to. Oh, was it bad? And I literally bought all the Black Sack beers oh, I had, basically. So I get to try, finally, the Free Strata. That's a good one. Which I heard great things. Yeah. Uh, the uh, bu- uh, Just a bunch of I don't know. So oh, their yeah. their loggers are underrated, too. Like, yeah. I That was my best beer of the 2020. Hold for applause. Okay. Uh, Pilsner. I didn't uh, have it. I think it was a German Pilsner. I was like, oh, this is so good. Okay. So they don't just do IPAs. No. They do they good do, everything, yeah. to be honest. I'm a huge, I'm a Black Sack fan girl. Let's yeah. say that. Fair they enough. Do, I remember I went the opening day to Black Sack, and I, I will say that they have grown a lot since that mm-hmm. day. One of my favorite tap rooms in the state, too. Like, so beautiful. Great people, awesome too. Yeah. Awesome people yeah. behind that brewery. Yeah. I, I miss uh, I miss being able to go in there, I right? I mean, it's such a cool mm-hmm. tap room experience. Mm-hmm. And I feel like 2020, that's the biggest thing that I like. When I look back at, like, it started off so awesome. We did right? the, like, the, the... The black segments to me yeah. will go oh, down in so history. Good. It was so awesome. <laughs> And then I think right after that, we went to uh, Barrel Theory. At least some of us did. Mm-hmm. And like that was just such a great day. And then now you can't even go in. To either of those. Yeah, to yeah. either of them. That's exactly. so sad. That sucks. But uh, yeah, hopefully they, you know, obviously their off sales going crazy, I'm sure. Doing but really well. Hopefully they can yeah. 
weather this COVID thing because it would be a shame to lose some of, of those the best. I mean, like, the, between the those two, I would cry. Yeah. I don't think we have to worry, though. I don't think so. Either. No, I, don't think so. <laughs> I really I don't. Think don't. You do it all. So you, you, you'd have to say 10K. So we'll say 10K. Take it out of it. Favorite brewery in the in the state? Oh, oh gosh. Why would you do this to me? We can cut it out if it's super controversial. Can I name a few? Yeah, do, name do, your top th- five. Okay, top three. Top, what do you want? Three. I was going to say three. <laughs> top three. Um, well, I would definitely say Black Stack. Uh, oh, gosh. I feel like this five, is five. going to be controversial. <laughs> we'll, give, we'll give you, uh, we'll give back you a Back channel. I'm a huge fan. Okay. A lot of this I f- ends up coming back to the people. Because oh, as I've been a, in this more, I've gotten totally. to know a lot of the people yeah, behind totally, the breweries. Totally. And... Um, like Scott from Blackstack and Josh and Melissa from Back Channel are like some of the nicest humans in the world. Um, I love the people at Lupulin. Barrel Theory, obviously super solid beer. Um, and honestly, the place we... Oh gosh, I need two more. Can I give two more? Sure, two okay. More. So like our home away from home breweries are Dangerous and Modest. Okay. And we go there probably once a week you live close to them and <laughs> not at all <laughs> 20 far. minutes i guess that, but like, i have to go like two hours that's true so. good call good call um but we've gotten to know a lot of the staff and bartenders and it just it feels like home away from home i don't know we well, love I mean, those everyone's places criteria is different yeah for favorite brewery yeah. or you know top brewery i feel and... like i left someone out but that's all good if you text us and say cut that out cut that out yeah (laughs) Yeah, no um yeah but i mean if i had to choose like those are places we regularly find ourselves at i guess yeah no fair fair enough i mean i think i I, when you look at like we talked heavily about the the like two staples in st paul but like dangerous man and modest are just as good i feel like oh my gosh yes and in different ways. Again, it always in goes back ways, to the yeah. staff for me because I just like am such a people person. People, so when yeah. we're there, we just try to chat with the people working. And now, I mean, I'm friends on Instagram with so many of the bartenders. And I, yeah, I just love the people behind those two breweries. Shout yeah, out totally. if any of them are listening because they're <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but, um, and the beer they make is, is, is super good. I mean, you can't beat Monster Dangerous, man. No, yeah. Yeah, they're very great. Um, we got a question uh, from Jamie Sabluski. Shabluski, oh, I should Jamie. say. Yes. Um, Talking Waters, she used that account, which I'm sure it was It was Jamie. <laughs> it was she, Jamie. She's asking, <laughs> we kind of got into how you got involved with 10K. She asked, what's the favorite part of the gig? Mm. I mean, I touched on this a little bit earlier, but it's definitely the collaboration aspect and how valued i feel working here um my opinion matters my ideas matter not only do they matter but they're implemented sure and yeah it just it's like a family i guess in a weird way like we um you know often we'll i'll come in to do my photography and then it turns into a beer share (laughs) so (laughs) it's just it's a great place to work and it i mean it's not my full-time job but I come. I usually come here Friday afternoons, and it's like the best de-escalation from the week because I can sure. just come, like, drink some beer, take my photos, chat with my friends who work here, and um, I don't know. Yeah, it just 
It's a fun place to be. Sure. Yeah, everyone could use some de-escalation this year. Yes, everyone Especially could. Especially this year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When people were complaining about not being able to go to breweries when during quarantine, I'm like, ha, I can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can still get a beer off tap. <laughs> uh-huh. um, so Sammy, MN Hopscale, asks, you know, now that you've brewed a couple of beers at 10K, um, what was the most interesting part of the process? Mm, it definitely helps you understand the process better. Um, I could, before I brewed, probably explain the process, but I didn't fully understand the process, sure, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. You knew the uh, steps, but not like, you didn't actually know. I also learned like, it, there's a lot more to it than just the steps, you know? Just throwing a bunch of stuff in there. Yeah. <laughs> Writing the recipe, like making sure your water chemistry is correct, how your measurements, like there's a lot that goes into brewing that I don't think people realize. Sure. And... Um, it's very physical, <laughs> that too. Yeah. Absolutely. I have a lot of respect for brewers, especially female brewers, because it's no joke. Yeah. It's a lot of work. And uh, Mindy um, asks, what drives your passion for craft beer? Oh, the people. <laughs> I'm such a people person. It's definitely like the community that I'm a part of now. I feel like I finally, like I found my... My people. Your people. My people. I like that. Yeah. I like that. That's actually, uh, so my my video that I put out a long time ago, probably, a, it was about a year ago. That was kind of what I talked about, is finding, finding community. I think, you know, I lived in a small community, and it, there's not a lot of people that were super into craft beer. And I was just, I love photography, and it was kind of like, how do I find people that are into this too? Mm-hmm. And then it, like, clicked, like, well... Instagram is about photos mainly, and there's good probably be people that like beer on there. So it was just made sense. Welcome to Anoka. Whoa. <laughs> so yeah, no, I, I absolutely. That was the biggest surprise for me. Yeah, like, I did not start this for account. the community to meet people mm. that's so interesting i started that, that the account the main to, reason <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. i started the account to take photographs and blog and just like just like just, a side hobby yeah just like a creative outlet and it was organically that it was like people message me and talk to them and like oh yeah we should hang out I'm like okay and yeah and now like there's very few people in my pre-craft beer life that I could just like text and be like, you want to go to a brewery tonight? Yeah. <laughs> and they would be like, yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like new, new people would be like, yes. Let's go. <laughs> where, where, when, why? Like, yeah. let, let's go. Uh, are we going anywhere after that? Like, yeah. Whereas people in my pre-craft beer life are like, uh, kind of just hanging with the kids tonight or like whatever <laughs> yeah. it was, yeah. it, you know, so it's, it's, yeah. it is, that aspect is is welcome. Yeah. Um, let's talk a little bit. We're, we're almost done. But you just recently started a YouTube channel. Yes. Talk a little bit about uh, the idea of that. Why you, why, why YouTube? Well, I like to talk. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but um, I, used, I used to do a blog. It may come back. We'll see. And I just kind of realized that writing wasn't fun for me. Okay. It was more draining and felt like a job. 
that I wasn't getting paid for. <laughs> sure. Um, and so I, but I still wanted to have a different creative outlet than just posting pictures on Instagram. So I decided, hey, let's make videos instead. Sure. Um, I have not been as consistent as I want just because this last month had a lot going on in my personal life that's kept me from sure. spending as much time doing th- extra things. But it's a lot more enjoyable. It doesn't feel like work to me. Sure. You just turn on the camera and talk and <laughs> drink and you beer. Like that. <laughs> and that's kind of fun. So I don't know how long I'll do it or where it'll go, but sure. um, I have ideas on, yeah, getting more people involved doing interviews or like collaborating with other people. Sure. Um, but a lot of that too is limited by COVID. Yeah, COVID. COVID makes things challenging. Yeah. Yeah, but it's podcast. fun. I enjoy it. So yeah, if you want to listen to me talk and see my face, you can watch my YouTube channel. It's on, uh, it's Delights. <laughs> Delights Affair. Affair. Everything I have is Delights, Delights Affair, Affair. So I'm okay. easy to find. Nice. Okay. What style of beer most describes you as a person. Do you know how much thought I've put into this question? I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. I talked to my brewers here about this question. And Holly, you started something. This is what I I came up with with them. Um, I think I am a creek. Oh, okay. Explain. Do you know what a creek is? Yes. Okay. So it's a Belgian style beer, cherry spontaneous fermentation. So the reason I came up with this was because it's a little quirky. Okay. Um, spontaneous fermentation. I like being spontaneous. Okay. I might not be for everyone, <laughs> but if you like me, you love me. <laughs> there you go. Nice. I like it. So like it. yeah, that's what I ended up coming up with. <laughs> Well, you were ready. <laughs> I was ready. For that that. They dialed in. I like that. <laughs> That's a good answer. But well as hard as I feel, felt like that question was making me choose, like, what style of beer do I love the most? I'm like, no, no, no. What style of beer am I? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, that is the question. Right? Shout it's out, Holly. What do you like the most? You made me think. <laughs> yes, I like it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, is there anything we didn't ask you that, that you'd like to say? Uh, not that I can think of. <laughs> this, this, this Snickers beer is fantastic. I mean, I'll plug Tenke for a second then, sure. because in November we're celebrating five years. Five years. Wow. So if you like the Snickers stout, we have a barrel age version coming Ooh. and pulled nails on that one a week or so ago, and it's fantastic. Pretty good, huh? Okay. We don't do a lot of barrel age beer, but the barrel age beer we do, I think we do very well. Nice. Um, but it is in very limited supply because we have small barrels. So uh, watch our social channels in November because we have some really fun barrel aged beers coming and fun releases coming. Okay. Throughout the month. Nice. Okay. And with COVID, I mean, they're still open in the tap room. Yep, we're still 50%. open in the tap room. You don't need a reservation. You just have to be seated while in the tap room. Um, we even have gotten back to doing like live music. Sure. Um, if it's a busy night, we can open up the Empire Room to make sure that everyone is safely seated. And yeah. so the winter's coming. So outdoor seating is kind of kaput for a lot of breweries. 
are you going to be expanding seating into the empire room like still open the um i have to i i believe on busy nights like that's always been an option for us ever since we opened this space outdoor seating has never been a huge thing for us we don't have yeah. a huge patio um the city of anoka was nice enough to let us expand it into like our parallel Ooh, parking yeah. but it's nothing you know crazy mm-hmm. so most of the seating will just come from the tap room and the empire room if it's still busy be enough. open in the tap room well we're winter. planning on it as long as the state as long allows as things don't yeah otherwise <laughs> please support us via off sale yeah no kidding that goes for every brewery yep. that you enjoy yes yes exactly. uh, support your local brewery they need so it. so we've got november we've got some like five-year 10k and then we also have an event TBD. Minsta. We have meet. a Minsta meet. Minsta. <laughs> coming. Meet. Um, but I don't have any other info <laughs> on that yet, but it's okay. coming. Well, it'll probably be in the show notes because I'm sure by Hopefully the time by then, this airs, yeah. it'll, it'll, it'll yep. be out. So. Yeah. Um, any parting words? Um, well, if you want to follow me, you can follow me on Delights Affair on Instagram. I do have a Twitter. And, and a YouTube, a YouTube. Right? Yeah, okay. not on the Facebook, but that's fine. That's fine. That. <laughs> I'm not 40, so. Oh, shots fired! <laughs> oh my gosh, I started on Facebook only, so that really cuts deep, Julia. Yeah, but you and don't then do I really think with it now. Right? I was so it's far okay. behind on Instagram. I was the guy that was like, I don't want to do hashtags. <laughs> And Which did not do you. well. For me. <laughs> it did not I don't know. Well. Facebook's just not my jam, but that's fine. Me either. Yeah. Um, well, we basically just said where people can find you. Yeah. The Lights Affair on all the stuff, essentially, except yeah. for <laughs> Facebook. And if you want a really <laughs> wild time, you can follow my husband, Dylan Dot McMullen. He's got <laughs> three photos, but they are beautiful. So nice. they are beautiful. <laughs> Otherwise, you can just really enjoy his photography on, on your my page. page. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like yep, it. Definitely. All right. Well, thanks. It was a lot of fun, Julie. Yeah, yeah thanks, thanks, guys. For, uh, it's good being to on the show. Finally, be on the show. Finally, made it happen, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I told you I'd make it happen. Yeah. You, you told to- what? <laughs> he told you. <laughs> I think I told you. I that. may have dropped some shade. When I read the review, I said we need to have you on the show. I know. Thank you for doing the review, by the way. You're welcome. Appreciate that. You're welcome. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This is That's it. it. Yeah. That's it. Night's over. Night's over. Cheers. Bye for now. Cheers. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the show. Before you take off, I would love it if you rated and reviewed the show. Like I said, we're going to be reading these reviews, so please, please leave us something fun. Um, The other thing you could do is go to brewchatpodcast.com. Scroll down, you'll see the BC crew. Please sign up. We're going to have some cool stuff coming later this year, and I want you to be the first to know about it. So... Um, Thank you for everything. Please stay safe and we'll talk to you soon.